0: Don't be scared if you don't believe you're all alone. But I think that we missed our connection. Should you so feel your affection? <laughs> Until my final
1: day. Simon and Garfunkel. Desert Island Pit.
2: Prince. I'm still a this fight
1: and welcome to earbuds and earworms the podcast about the music less traveled by me amy the pop obsessed host who can't spell psychedelic and
2: me jason the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado
1: so jason um it's been a whole week oh wait no we saw each other on sunday so hey it's been four days
2: we did, and that's, that's also a topic of discussion on this week's episode of Earbuds and Earworms. Yeah. Is what happened on Sunday. I'm <laughs> still asking myself, what happened on Sunday?
1: Well, I know exactly what happened on Sunday. You were, like, not served. <laughs> no, wait, you got served.
2: I got I got food. served. Molly and... Dakota. Dakota didn't get their food.
1: Yeah, and...
2: But you, Rue, and I... All got food.
1: And nobody got refills on coffee until, like, an hour in.
2: Actually, I got refills on coffee, and Dakota mostly suffered on the no coffee deal. I left a little review on the restaurant's Facebook <laughs> page.
1: I didn't. I don't think it was the girl's fault. I mean, it was the poor girl's fault. Couldn't, no, she couldn't I help would it. No, so.
2: I would never blame anything on our server.
1: Right, but...
2: I'm blaming the management.
1: Uh, well, I think it's... There were a few things that went wrong, but either way, the, the cooks did not get our orders or at least half the order.
2: They said that there was some kind of computer glitch where they couldn't either, I guess, ring things up or send things back via computer to the receipt printers in the back to give them to the kitchen.
1: But they didn't know. And it was our poor waitress's like second day.
2: Her second day. And she also worked the previous night.
1: And that was her first night. And New Year's Eve brunch was her second day, so.
2: Oh, I felt bad for her. I I I I, I dropped some extra cash on the table when we walked out. Oh, that's
1: who dropped that. Okay, I was trying to figure out who dropped that, and I was like, I need to be a server here.
2: I tip, I tip way too much, but she, she
1: wasn't, she wasn't, yeah, I was pretty ne- rough. She
2: needed that. That was my way of saying, hey, it's okay. Yeah. I'm going to go moan about this on Facebook. Now. <laughs>
1: oh, God. <laughs> so, and, um, well, uh, anything else happened for you this week?
2: Um, nothing special. I'm not sick this week.
1: Yay. Um, uh, anything else?
2: Um, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I got laid off on <laughs> this past week. That's what I heard. So
2: tell me about getting laid off. How do you feel?
1: I feel awesome. Like it's probably the, for the best because right. I kind of hated my job so much. L-
2: Listeners, can you see her smile through <laughs> your through your podcast speakers right now Or earbuds? Can you see this can you hear the smile on her face?
1: Because I don't think I've ever been more I've never been laid off before in my life. But I like, I gave my boss a hug as soon as it was over. I was like, Oh my God, I am so glad I'm never coming in here again. It was awesome because I've been wanting to quit for a long time. But I was like, Maybe I need to have a job because that's what you do. But you know, uh, being laid off, it's awesome. I don't have to work in um, high end retail, like trying to trick people into buying expensive stuff. Right. So. I'm really excited. And now I can like, well, you know, now I'm kind of like a house lady, which is weird to me.
2: I still don't consider you a house person.
1: <laughs> because it's not something I do. But I also still lift and I make oh. lots of stuff.
2: And you're also a student. So, I mean, it's not like you're just sitting around waiting on your husband to come home. You're like <laughs> actively engaged in like 20 things.
1: Well, yeah, but like, I'm also just kind of, I don't know, I've never had this much time at the house, and no job to get ready for at any point in the week. So now I'm just gonna be lifting whenever I can. And, you know, whenever school starts back, I get to go back to school.
2: The only time I've really had time like that to myself, it, like time I wasn't employed, was the three months before I started at Jason's Deli.
1: I'm not even really by myself, though.
2: Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that was the last time. I mean, and I'm talking about, like, late 2007.
1: Right. This is the most time I've had off since the month my child was born. Yeah. And then I went back to work, like, when she was four days old. And then, I like, I worked with her.
2: Well, how late did you work into your pregnancy?
1: Uh, I was at work and I was in labor. And then I went home and walked my dog and <laughs> went to the hospital. So, up until I had her, about five hours before I had her.
2: That's pretty hardcore.
1: <laughs> no, it's what you do. But um, yeah, I was, I was, yeah. So now I got some time off but I, I still have ways to earn money it's good so you know uh so we actually this is our our official first podcast recording in the new year and yes, first, we're starting
2: recording of 2017
1: and we're starting it out right because we have a suggestion from naomi on our theme
2: naomi this is a fabulous suggestion and- she suggested that we talk about discuss and listen to the bands that we champion,
1: and she left this in a voicemail. So, guys, leave voicemails. Just saying. But um so, yeah, it, it's really an exciting theme. And why do you think it's important to discuss the bands that we champion?
2: I know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of my friends all like music. Whether they play music or not is a different story. I do have lots of non musician friends, but obviously, being a drummer, I have tons of musician friends and also some drummer friends. But um, we we all like music. We all have different tastes. We all like different things for different reasons. So it's important that we talk about what do we like the most. So this was always a discussion working in a record store. What is the difference between your favorite and who you think is the greatest? So I think in this case, Naomi's asking that we talk about who's our most favorite.
1: Right. Because I think that necessarily, like whenever um, we champion bands or musicians. I don't think they necessarily have to be the greatest because I self-admittedly do not always love the greatest musicians.
2: Um, I don't necessarily always either. I can think of maybe one or two bands that are better than my suggestion.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but no, I like I, I always champion pop music. And so Naomi also talked about being a Taylor Swiftie, which is i'm with you naomi i actually i love all of her pop music not so much the country music but when it started moving into country pop i was totally jamming on that so i'm with you there naomi and of course she she also champions the handsome family so let's get on into the nitty gritty music side and jason what did you bring
2: i hope you're all ready for this because i've been putting off telling any of my friends all week what i chose
1: and we have no idea what you have chosen right
2: um, you probably all pretty much guess, but um, so I chose Iron Butterfly. What? No, 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 no. But I can't pick the most obvious song. This is a show about the music less traveled, right? So I chose Soul Experience from the album Ball. Be
0: yourself and live a little. Don't bother painting your face. Tomorrow it may rain and colors run, let her red quench the flowers thirst, don't be afraid to live a little, don't be afraid of the people that belittle our love.
2: Oh, my God, that was the toughest choice I've ever made. I mean, it's like choosing between dozens and dozens of your own children. Mm. (laughs) What is that noise? Um, There really was no other contender for my favorite band, but Runners Up. um, I like some new bands a lot, like Tame Impala or Grizzly Bear. I was thinking about older bands like Pink Floyd and the Beatles. But um, back to Soul Experience, this song is... Beautiful in every way. Completely represents the era. And uh, I just feel like the song is... um, The lyrical content is about being natural and just kind of taking things as they are and about a couple people in love, pretty much. Some psychedelic sounds. So, Amy... Well... What did you think of Soul Experience?
1: I, I feel like they may have um imbi- imbibed some psychedelic drugs at some point. No. And I I appreciated the kind of musical ping pong they play about a minute in. There's like a musical sound messing around ping ponging. It's like the sounds are re-burping against each other and kind of like an orchestral Situation?
2: I think maybe you're talking about a play between the guitar and the organ. It's like yeah, bleep, 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 yeah, bleep, bleep, bleep. That, yeah.
1: I'm gonna call it ping pong because it makes no, me happy. I, no, I like
2: <laughs> I like ping pong.
1: So, but yeah, that's um, that's, that's what I can say about that. And I'm keeping it positive. Jason made me listen to some Iron Butterfly. Again. I made her
2: listen to it. I shoehorned <laughs> it in. Well, um, if I hadn't have chosen Iron Butterfly for episode 14, the bands we champion. Then I would have chosen it for uh, the next episode, episode 15.
1: Which everybody should be getting their songs together because it will be misheard lyrics. So be prepared. (laughs) Um,
2: But anyway, just kind of to wrap this up. This is very typical Iron Butterfly. It makes you happy. It really does make me happy, which has nothing to do with the Iron Butterfly song. Are you happy? (laughs) Um, um, Enough about Iron Butterfly
1: oh 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 I'm I'm back okay
2: <laughs> hey Amy so Amy chose a song and she labored very hard on who to choose
1: hey guys I was gonna try to like skip out and let all the ear buddies have all the attention but Jason I, made me choose
2: <laughs> I, I made I made her choose and she chose wisely
1: well so I I had a hard time because of course very uh, I've chosen lady gaga before and I love Lady Gaga. I'm holding my cards for the Kesha because if it, I could have done Kesha. Okay. But I didn't do Kesha and it was really difficult. Um, I've, but I decided that the musician I'm going to champion is Sia. And this is Breathe Me.
0: Help. I have done it again. I have been here. Oh, 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 hurt myself again today
1: This song, I have... I love Sia for so many reasons. I love so many of her songs. And this one, um, especially if you're a big fan of Six Feet Under, you'll remember this song. It's a very emotional song. Before I even knew who the singer was, I was obsessed with this song. And then I just found the rest of her music, which she has a great ethereal voice. And I think that she hits on a lot of very good themes. And she's also I mean she's a super like prolific songwriter. She did you know, she's done songs for Beyonce and for Katy Perry, Hiley Cyrus. I mean she's she writes a lot of songs and so uh I'm not subjecting you by to Yeah Yeahs or Sigur Ross this time, but I love them too and mogwai and there's just so many pop roots though with cso you know what,
2: though? it's it's nice to keep those in your back pocket if you remember on mental illness episode I kept Pink Floyd in my back pocket
1: I kept so. this song in my back pocket
2: <laughs> Oh you've been waiting to use this one Yeah Well it's um, I resisted <laughs> Well you um I I really enjoyed this song um I love the piano intro I like the dynamics of the song when the different instruments come in and out um it's well written, and of course, I love her voice. Um, the music video concept is really cool. It's like a bunch of Polaroids, like they're put into flip motion, but they're not.
1: Well, it's kind of a um, a stop motion, but showing it's kind of breaking the fourth wall, which is pretty cool. But yeah, it's a it's it's Polaroids, but you can see that they are Polaroids, and they're flip book through in yeah. stop motion essentially. So, but yeah, like it's it's just a. A really good song, especially for wallowing. It's a really good wallow song if you're in your like sadness feels.
2: I I would really like to wallow in this song, but I would normally just pick an Iron Butterfly song to wallow in.
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, but we, we, you know, we put the call out, and this was actually, we had a lot of very passionate people about their bands, and it made me really, really excited. And so we have our selections from our Ear
0: Buddies
1: So Gil um, He opened my eyes to this band called Explosions in the Sky And according to him The biggest song is this one Your Hand in Mine
2: Gill, I've never heard this before, and I'm glad that you brought it to our attention. I'm huge on instrumentals. Uh, This is about an eight and a half minute one, (laughs) yeah. But it's very dynamic, and it's very well played. Um, I probably use the word dynamic too much, but you know what I'm saying. Like it gets loud in places, but it's soft in places. It it doesn't do too much, Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Very shoegazy.
1: Well, it's very in my uh it's up my alley of like the instrumental, you know, Mogwai, Sigur Rós kind of music where, you know, you can kind of like it's it's one of those albums I would put on and just enjoy over and over and over again because it it kind of wraps you up in the music, which yeah, like there's a lot of emotionality even though there's no lyrics, which I think well, like very good musicians can do that
2: I agree, yeah. totally
1: So they don't have to distract with all them darn lyrics
2: <laughs> Speaking of very good musicians um, Elizabeth brought us a little bit of uh, some Elvis Costello With Mystery Dance Romeo was restless, he was ready to kill He jumped out the window cause he couldn't
1: sit
0: still He was waiting with a safety net She said, don't bury me cause I'm not dead yet why don't you tell me about the mystical dance? I want to know about the mystical dance. Why don't you show me because I tried and I tried and I still just I can't do it anymore and I'm not satisfied. Well, I remember when the lights went out and I was trying to make it look like it was never in doubt. She thought that I knew and I thought that she knew. So both of us were willing but we didn't know how to do it. Why don't you tell
2: me about the mystical dance?
1: And from what I hear, she's been trying to get Our favorite podcast, TBTL, or me and her's favorite podcast, and the favorite podcast, The Little Red Bandwagon on the 10710 Network. She's always trying to get Elvis Costello on there and always can't get it on there. So she totally deserves this.
2: She does deserve it.
1: And also, this is such like a classic rock sound that just makes me happy.
2: Yeah, it's very 1950s. It kind of reminded me of Elvis Presley. There's tons of reverb on it, and the way that the song's arranged, it just... It sounds like some good old Elvis It's some Elvis on Elvis
1: She has a great a great guy that she's championing in this episode So thank you so much, Elizabeth And Zach
2: Big Zach Whoa, whoa We have Zach and Gil on the same show Yes Both, both co-hosts from the game show podcast
1: mm-hmm. But are, they're also now... en- enthusiastic music listeners
2: Wow Okay, so tell me uh, what, did, what did Zach bring us?
1: Zach brought us Shoo Shoo mm. And the song is Bunny Gamer. This gives me all the feels from high school whenever I found out about Shushu, and I love them so much.
2: This is really good stuff. Uh, The music reminded me a little bit bit of some Kraftwerk.
1: Uh, I can see a little bit where you're coming from because it is a little bit electronic, but this feels a lot heavier in sound-wise, so I can, I mean, they're probably definitely influenced by that style in a way. But, yeah, this just reminds me of, like, rolling through in my grand caravan with all the speakers blaring. <laughs> That's why I can't hear that well. <laughs> so, wait, <laughs> just imagine, like, 18-year-old me blasting some shoo <laughs> But, yeah, so I was really into shoo and so whenever he suggested I was like, Oh, my God, shoo I used to have so many, like, ripped CDs of shoo because my friends would, like, pass along them small town not a lot of record stores
2: this is my first shoe shoe experience and i'm i'm definitely a fan and uh i I applaud you zach
1: it's great taste in music zach i
2: I love your taste in music and your facial hair oh
1: god okay so we um got it we got some feedback as well it started out as a tweet from jojo and then he sent us an email and it's such an amazing email
2: it's an epic email jojo (laughs) um Wow, you've and in this email you've introduced me to another band I've never heard before.
1: Right, and so he he actually made an argument for the National because he wants you to listen to it because there's he thinks the drumming is really good, and he said that um he said that he loves this band. Here is why in six and a half poorly made points. And here's the thing, Jojo, these are all really well made points. There's no way we can read the whole email.
2: <laughs> Even the half point is great. Uh, these it's amazing. Are not, these are not poorly made. So No. We'll and also,
1: for- I'm feeling like JoJo's really, really smart and knows a lot about music.
2: <laughs> he is. And he also listens to a lot of earbuds and earworms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, he, he says that they are really accomplished musicians, which yes, and they don't have to assert it like every five seconds because of the way they construct their songs. The subtlety of their you like musicianship is amazing.
2: Yeah, I, absolutely. They don't need to overdo it to prove themselves. They, right. they do it because they love it and they're good at it.
1: And he he's also says that he's more of a shoegazy kind of mogwai listener, but he loves the lyrics of The National. And I've got to agree, like The National has amazing lyrics that really make you think.
2: Yes, yeah, so I, listened, I listened to three different songs and I liked them all and... Uh, the vocals are very clear. So I'm able to hear actually what the singer is saying or singing.
1: Right. And so, um, yeah, uh, my favorite point that he made is, and this was point number four. He says, there's a certain romantic, modern drunken Americana that I love about them. That's coming from a Brit who is listening to them in the rain. So can't speak directly to that, but they sell it to me. Well, I think they'd be fun to drink with. And that is maybe my favorite favorite point
2: yeah that's that's a good point and I, uh, i'm
1: now I, worried about jojo's umbrella situation too
2: yeah, i can <laughs> uh, are you singing in the rain over there oh jo? god so uh, but i yeah i get what he's saying about that wrote quote romantic modern drunken americana that i love about them end quote
1: yeah and so actually he gave us a couple songs to choose from and he also says the drummer is really good jason I- do you agree
2: I agree. What I want to say about the drummer is that the the drummer is always right where they need to be.
1: <laughs> so also, he has my favorite typo ever. It says Amy way.
2: Oh, yes. Amy way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the podcast and for playing my nerdy new order based Christmas synth pop pick.
0: Oh,
2: it was a great pick. So of course we had to play it. Plus it's from you.
1: Oh, Jojo. Also. Yes, this is exactly the email we love. And it is so smart. So, we're going to give you a little taste of Karen from the National.
0: Karen, I-
2: Okay, Karen by the National. Um, I again, I really, I really enjoyed this. It's just extremely well put together. It's extremely well thought out. Um, in addition to Karen, uh, I listened to a song called "Blood Buzz Ohio," um, and also listened to a song called uh, "I Need My Girl."
1: Oh, that's a good one too.
2: And um, every, everything was wonderful.
1: <laughs> I've got to say, um, my favorite of the national has got to be sorrow and maybe i'm just in a macabre mood this week i don't know but like because i picked a kind of a bummer sia song but also the national sorrow it i love the whole kind of emotive feel to it but i also it reminds me of my favorite john irving book that has a character that's sorrow
2: what john irving book
1: uh it is the hotel new hampshire Mm. so it was my first John, John Irving book that I ever read. But there's a dog named Sorrow. And oh, it's called. Uh, and at one point, one of their mottos becomes, Sorrow Floats. But
2: so does love. And hope.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Terrible movie. <laughs> 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 All right. uh, so, Jason. Amy. What do we love this week?
2: We love... Classical art memes. They are the best. <laughs>
1: if you guys have never seen the classical art memes, just go to it on the Facebooks. It is so funny. You don't have to be well-versed in classical art.
2: No, this, like most memes, or actually some memes, I should say, because a lot of memes are just inside jokes. Yeah. That's all they really are, like, gersh, so that's an inside joke. You know, like a ten year old kid isn't gonna get that because they don't remember that or the origin of that meme and don't read Goosebumps books. Right. So um but that's what I like about classical art memes is that it's funny for everybody.
1: And because they're using the faces of these old paintings. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're gonna go ahead and use the um the one of the guys staring into the fridge this this time. Yeah, yeah that yeah, that's a
2: good one. Um But also when you, when you sent me that, that photo of that meme (laughs) of the guy looking into the fridge, I think I had just gone into my fridge to look at it and And just stared. There wasn't anything there except for like maybe a half a quart of like Arizona green tea (laughs) that was mine.
1: Yeah. At least it was yours.
2: Well, yeah, but yeah, I'm just, you know, not going to (laughs) go stealing my roommate's sharp cheddar and hot dogs and. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whatever the hell else is in there, that's not cool, no, but um i i have I have stocked my fridge now, I got some ponchos dipped,
0: yeah,
1: and <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's all you need, okay, so but that's definitely what we we love this week. I would definitely suggest I'm gonna link to it in uh the notes, but also um. Definitely go check them out. And if you're ever feeling blue, just check out classical art memes. Yes. Because they're will, ridiculous. It will lift
2: your spirits.
1: Yep. And so um, if you want a meme to tweet at Jason, you can reach him at...
2: The JV Guarantee on the Twitters. <laughs> and if you have anything artsy or meme to tweet... <laughs> what does that mean, Jason? I don't know. Uh... Anyway, if you want to talk to Amy, she's at...
1: At Madam Woolite.
2: And together on Twitter, we form the power of the bond that is... At At
1: E and E pod. And if you want to become one of the ear buddies, such as all of the fine ear buddies who gave us all of the fine music this week...
2: This episode is loaded with friends. Please, (laughs) please join the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on Facebook.
1: Yes, and you can be like JoJo and email us at eandepod at gmail.com.
2: And uh, you can always find us online at eandepod.com.
1: Which is part of the 10710 network along with Nerd Out Loud and Little Red Bandwagon. I love them.
2: You guys are great. <laughs> our, our sister our sister podcasts.
1: Yep. And if you have any uh, anything to get for any January birthdays... You can go ahead and use the www.enepod.com slash Amazon, which uh, you can get everything at the same price for that special January birthday or Valentine's if you like to shop early. Um, You can get it there and just give us a couple of cents.
2: I want to buy somebody a Martin Luther King Day present.
1: Oh, okay. That's his birthday, right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure because... Memphis isn't known well. No, for- <laughs> I
2: had to remind a coworker uh, about Martin Luther King Day because she they put on the desktop at work a little uh, puppy with a Valentine's in its mouth, and they were like, "Oh, Valentine's is the next holiday," and I was like, "No, it's not."
1: Now, seeing as we're like three miles away from the Lorraine Hotel,
2: right? I'm like, you
1: better remember Martin Luther King Day. So, um, okay, and if you want to be like Naomi and suggest something and leave an amazing voicemail you should call us at
2: 731-400-BUDS or
1: 731-400-2837. And so um Silver actually he he said he's excited about the new Miranda Richards album that's coming out this week. So, I think we're going to give a little taste from her.
2: Thanks, Silver. Thank
1: you, Silver. And thank you, Ear Buddies. See you next week.
2: See you next week. Bye.
1: What do you like to listen to in the car?
2: It's a podcast.
1: You li- like to listen to podcasts, and what else do you like to listen to?
2: Harry Potter and the Christmas song and number t- song. <laughs>
1: the one, two, three song? Can you sing that song? One, two, three, gonna go back mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> that one? I think it's called X's and O's.